Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Today we travel to the beautiful wine hills of Barolo in Piedmont's Le Langhe to meet my guest, Walter Fisore of the Elvio Cogno Winery. Buongiorno, Walter. How are you today? What's the day like in Le Lange? Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, everybody. I am Walter Fissone, El Bioconio Winery. I am the winemaker uh, of uh, a historical winery of Novello in, uh, in, Bar- in Barolo area. Today is a, beautiful, is a beautiful day because you have a rain and it's rain about the, the difficult uh, dry period. And uh, so I am so happy. That's interesting because, you know, we are always imagining the sun shining in the beautiful wine country of Italy. But of course, over winter uh, in Barolo, it's very important that you have the rain, the snow in order to get that moisture penetrating deep into the uh, into the subterrain. And you haven't had so much rain this year. Yeah, we, we had uh, a dry winter and so the spring is important time to have uh, enough water for the growing season so it's important now that we have uh, a rainy spring well i would like you to perhaps transport our listeners into the beautiful world of the barolo wine zone Uh, i know it's a bit wet today but i've been there in all seasons in snow in heat of summer and at any time with these wonderful steep hills in the valleys it's such a beautiful area can you please uh, describe where you are in the barolo wine zone and and what's unique about your corner yes we are located in uh, in the southern uh, part of uh, Barolo area. Is uh, our district municipally is Novello, located uh, uh, very close to, to the Barolo, exactly in the Ravera Cru. Our uh, our winery is located on the top of the hill, surrounded from uh, eleven uh, hectare of uh, of uh, vineyards in one piece of land. That is our great uh, power for us because. Uh, we can uh, manage very well uh, the, the winners and uh, follow uh, directly uh, looking at the winners. So not so far, and that helps to do much better wine. Novello, Novello is uh, one of the 11 villages uh, where the Barolo find a great uh, expression, especially in Ravera, that is located uh, at 380 meters above the sea level, where, where we have a beautiful uh, microclimate with the beautiful temperature excursion through night and day that get a, a beautiful freshness to the, 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 the wine, especially to the Nebbiolo. Uh, here uh, we find uh, a beautiful uh, condition to, to, to espre- express a, a Barolo so, so unique because the characteristics of Ravera are uh, elegance, finesse, complexity and wine that age really well. My father-in-law founded these wineries in 1991 
since a long experience uh, get from uh, another winery in La Morra, uh, Marcarini, that he founded in 1951 and uh, 61, sorry. And uh, then in 1990, we moved to Novello because he born here and know very well the potential of this, uh, of this crew. Uh, in fact, thanks to him, uh, today we can, uh, we can consider uh, our crew uh, very important. This is really interesting, Walter, because you're, um, you're beginning to uh, explain these nuances that, that are found in a great wine region like Barolo, where small differences in soil and exposition in, in from one comune to the next gives a completely different expression in the wines, in these wines all produced from this same grape variety, Nebbiolo. Tell us a little bit about Nebbiolo, this, this great grape of Italy. Nebbiolo grape is, uh, is became, uh, in the last years, uh, one of the most important uh, grape of, the, of Italy. And uh, this, uh, this variety found a great condition to grow in, in Piedmont. In fact, uh, is, uh, Piedmont is uh, the unique place where you can... Uh, Piedmont and a little bit of uh, Lombardia in Valtellina, you find a great uh, condition to grow because uh, probably the microclimate and the soil are very unique and uh, this grape find uh, really uh, the best... Condition and then get uh, the best expression of wine possible. Uh, uh, this is part of our history, and Nebbiolo today is uh, like uh, Sangiovese is one of the most important uh, uh, red grape uh, of Italy. Barolo, Nebbiolo grape uh, in Barolo became Barolo thanks to the, the microclimate and soil, limestone soil with uh, not too much sand. Uh, and, but this soil changed a lot, depends on the communes. Some, we have two different areas, like Elvetian and Tortonian. Uh, depends uh, the, of the quantity of sand that you find in the soil. So the, these are geological eras that... Geological era is Elvetian and Tortonian. Okay. That uh, honestly was uh, Langhiano, Serravagliano, Tortoniano and Messiniano. Uh, that is a smaller um, uh, geological era. Okay. Uh, differences in some millions of years we're talking about from when an ancient sea covered this this whole area, leaving behind these deposits. Yeah, from uh, 15 to 5 million years ago. Wow, amazing. Amazing how that then becomes actually reflected in the wines that we taste today. We can taste these differences uh, from one area to the other. Can you give us a sort of broad... I know that the Elvio Cogno winery produces not only your range of Barolos, but also Barbaresco and Lange Nebbiolo. So different expressions of... Nebbiolo, can you sort of talk about a little bit about the difference uh, differences between your wines from these other from either Barbaresco or when you are making a Lange Nebbiolo? Thank you for this question. That uh, is uh, it's important about my vi winery vision. Barolo for sure is uh, really important. Uh, is most uh, masculine wine, uh, more powerful. is uh, is a wine that uh, have a great body and great potential for age. Uh, Barolo is uh, needs uh, 
a beautiful microclimate, warmer, continental uh, warmer time in, in, in summer, good water and, uh, in a, and cooler uh, winter. That is very continental climate. But uh, in Barolo is considered the king of the wine because uh, it's a little bit more uh, cooler area and get the wines that... Uh, had picked a little bit later than uh, than the Barbaresco. Barbaresco is an area a little bit more in the more uh, uh, in the north, considered Barolo area. Uh, is a place a little bit more warmer than Barolo area, and we produce wine a little bit more elegant and uh, wines with uh, more finesse. That is uh, fantastic uh, for drinking a little bit earlier. Langenebbiolo is. Uh, there are a lot of expression in the Lange, in the Barolo area about Langenebbiolo because Langenebbiolo sometimes is considered a declassified Barolo, but in many cases is harvest choice. So we decide to do Langenebbiolo from the beginning and we use the Nebbiolo that not come from the Barolo area, but is winners that are located outside the Barolo area where we have a little bit more sandy soil and you get a wine a little more drinkable, more approachable, wines that are not uh, a small Barolo or a small Barbaresco. Okay, well, that's really, really interesting to get an, uh, an idea of this differences in expression of Nebbiolo. Now, Walter, there's long been um, something of a divide between the traditional approach and a more modern approach. Does that still exist today? And how would you describe yourself as a winemaker? El Bucogno style of our philosophy is to produce wine that respect much better the, the characteristic of the original grape. So we don't want to change the characteristic of the, of the flavors that come from the winners. So we are, we are producing very natural wines. That is our goal. For this reason, we are very traditional approach to the vinification and uh, we use only large barrel, very neutral, Slavonian hook, for example. We don't use, we are making long, long fermentation, 40, 50 days of, of uh, macerations. And recently we introduced a little bit whole cluster uh, uh, fermentation because uh, the trend is to get, have a more uh, warmer uh, seasons. And we want to have in our wines the beautiful elegance and finesse that come from the, the, the whole cluster style. Okay, so the whole cluster, uh, that's only in part of the vinification, is it? Partially. It depends how we can interpret the vintage. That is very important. You cannot do every year the same, you know. But what is really important that uh, we, are, uh, uh, we are producing wines that... Uh, are the best expression of the Ravera crew. That is our, our signature. Well, let's talk about um, that Ravera crew in more detail. And also, I think, Walter, it's very important for our listeners to get um, a little bit of a handle on the MGAs, a Mencione Geografica Aggiuntiva, uh, because I think it's, a, it's something wine drinkers are less familiar of, this idea of really having that pinpoint precision from these named crew vineyards that have his history and character and personality. So if we could talk a little bit about 
Ravera, what makes that special, but also in general about MGAs and their increasing importance? Yeah, since 2010, we get uh, MGA, uh, and that is, uh, was a, a very important uh, key point for, uh, for the consumer and uh, for the wine lovers that want to understand a little bit better the difference that we, we have uh, with different positions, with different uh, winners. That is really important. We, we're talking about the crew, but uh, MGA is the right name, and uh, MGA represents uh, uh, wines that uh, comes from a special area, special zone, and where the wines uh, have uh, different uh, aspects, different uh, sensations, different uh, aromas, different uh, personality. Uh, that is uh, really important for us. And today, with the with the MGA, uh, Barolo increased the, the the notoriety around the world. Era is uh, located uh, in uh, in in uh, the border of the Ravera, of the Novello village near Barolo. Take part of the Chuvi and Ravera is uh, considered today one of the most important crew of Novello. Thanks also to Elvio Conio that uh, since 1981 uh, already put on the label uh, this the crew, the name of the of the MGA Ravera. Ravera is uh, located uh, uh, at 380 meters, so it's a very windy place. So we have a beautiful freshness uh, and beautiful temperature excursions. Uh, and you get this aspect in the wines. When you try the wine, you have find a beautiful minerality and the freshness, elegance, but complexity for sure. The, the MGA uh, today uh, mostly are, uh, are, uh, became famous, are more famous than others, but uh, that helps to understand uh, why we make this choice. Uh, because uh, uh, in the years uh, before, we're talking about Barolo in general, and you don't have uh, this uh, expression, single expression comes from the single group. Yes, I think it is really important, and it's it's certainly a way for wine lovers to have an extra tier of enjoyment, an extra level of understanding of an area. First of all, beginning to you know consider the different comune and how styles change between Novello, Barolo, Serralungo, or Castiglione Fanetto, but also this precision from the individual name vineyard. So I would urge our listeners to. Be aware of the MGAs, uh, not just in Barolo, but in other areas of Italy, in Barbaresco, for example, as well as uh, the name of the wine itself. Now, Walter, can we talk about a special white wine that is not often encountered, your Anascetta, produced from Nascetta, an unusual grape that, uh, as I say, many people will not have heard of, let alone tasted. Yes, we are lucky also because in Novello we we've we found uh, Nascetta grape. And uh, Elvio Conio was uh, the pioneer to save this uh, historical variety that uh, since uh, 18th century was very popular here in Novello Commune. And then it was abandoned, probably was a little bit difficult to cultivate this white variety. Consider always that we are in the Barolo area. That is not, not so easy when you enter in competition uh, like with a wine so important like Barolo. But anyway, today Nascetta is considered one of the best uh, white wine of Belange. And uh, thanks to our effort, uh, today there are uh, many producers that uh, start to produce this wine. And uh, this is a white, white wine that is uh, 
picked quite later after the, the Dolcetto d'Alba. And uh, in Novello, uh, probably uh, they find a beautiful expression uh, because uh, already in past we have a testimony of this, uh, of this grape. The characteristic of Nascetta is uh, a Mediterranean white wine for sure, but a wine that ages so well, ages really well. That is the reason that El Bioconio starts to, to produce uh, since 1994 a little bit uh, Nascetta, and then we start a, a long, long uh, work to get a DOC that arrived in 2010, Lange Nascetta. So a long, a long road, not to, don't, don't have too much uh, economic. Uh, Results. In fact, uh, the money we don't get too much money from this white on the beginning. But today, but what is really important, if for us, is to save uh, this variety because it's part of our history, is part of our tradition, and it's a wine that have a beautiful uh, characteristic uh, regarding enological aspect, and uh, and today uh, Nascetta with Timorasso are. Uh, Two great white wine that uh, can uh, represent very well Piemonte white. Yes, I think that's um, that's a really really interesting story, and in a, it's an example of how in Italy, you know, elsewhere in the world, we're seeing fewer grape varieties, wines being sold just by you know an, an ever decreasing names of grapes on the labels. But in Italy, still there's this celebration and valuing of wines that have history and and can produce quality results even if for whatever reason they had been abandoned so it's a beautiful story and i hope uh, that people will have a chance to encounter nashata even if it is produced in in a limited quantity now nashata i'm thinking walter as we move towards summer it will be a wine that will go very well with the summer foods of Leilange, Leilange being one of the great food regions of Italy, of the world even, with the famous Tartufo Bianco in the, in the autumn, uh, the Brasato al Barolo, these big foods to go with big wines like Barolo. But what about the foods in the summer, the wines in the summer that you would be enjoying yourself with your family? Tell us a little bit about the gastronomy of your area. The gastronomy is really important in the Lange and uh, today we are famous also not only for the wine but also for the gas- for the our our food and our uh, cuisine right? is uh, we are uh, we have a lot of uh, beautiful antipasti that uh, is are, we are famous for that but also famous for tayarin for uh, tayarin is uh, and egg and made pasta uh, that uh, have a beautiful uh, pairing with uh, with the wines. Uh, Nascetta, for example, we drink in summer, but not only in summer because it's a, a very gastronomic wine. It's very full body wines, and you can uh, you can enjoy with with uh, many different food. For sure, the fish is very good, but not only. Also, white meat, vegetables grilled. In Piedmont, we have uh, fried zucchino flowers that are very beautiful and very good, and uh, these are gr- great uh, match with the, with the wine with the nascetta. Then dolcetto d'alba that we drink uh, in uh, also in summer, a little bit chilled, uh, is a wine very fruity and like uh, pairing with uh, raw meat. Our uh, fassone. Fassone meat that is very, very beautiful, uh, very, very soft and delicate. 
and also fresh cheese like Tuma di Murazzano, for example, that is uh, very, very good with uh, Dolcetto d'Alba. Barbera, I love uh, with, uh, for example, Barbera, I love with, uh, with tallarine, with truffles, uh, or with uh, rich uh, food because it's a little more, needs, uh, Barbera has acidity and needs a little bit more uh, fat food. And uh, it's very good with, uh, with pork, with uh, our uh, arrosti and uh, tallarine with uh, truffles. And Barolo, Barolo is a wine that I love to drink uh, always, sorry, but uh, because it's a wine that also I, recently I started to drink Barolo also with the fish. So the, for explaining that, uh, how is changing the Barolo in the years? In past was very austere, very heavy, a little bit too much tannic. Today is more delicate, more drinkable, more uh, fresh because the viticulture helps to get the wine uh, in, this, in, this, uh, in this way. And but Nebbiolo is beautiful with our, our arrosti, with our meat, uh, with uh, our uh, uh, brasato al barolo, is typical uh, food of uh, Piedmont, main course. Well, wonderful. It's a really, really delicious menu. Uh, I think it's one of the certainly one of the great food areas of Italy, as well as as well as one of the greatest wine areas. Just um, finally, Walter, um, the wine country of Leilange is now has been marked by UNESCO as a World Heritage Site. Tell us, our, our listeners, just a little bit about what is so attractive and what, what they should do when they come to visit Leilange, why they should visit Leilange in addition to seeking out great wine and food. Yes, Leilange recently has become a... A place that where the tourists come very often because it's very very special place, very very unique. They came uh, initially for the wines and uh, from for for the food, but today is a place that also was um, important. It's important also for for the tourists to have uh, different excursions with bicycle. We are doing many. We have a lot of castle to visit. So. For sure, the visit is enogastronomic tours, but uh, we have a lot of things to do that uh, because Lange, thanks to UNESCO, is became important in the world and uh, is you are immersed into the nature and uh, you can admire uh, the, the winery, the winners, uh, or very well is uh, all is very organized, very well organized, and you find a place that. Honestly, it's not too expensive, considering the quality that we can get offer. Yes, it's uh, yeah, as you say, Walter, it's a place where you can immerse yourself totally into uh, a magnificent countryside with so much to offer. Walter, thank you very much for being my guest today. You've really taken us into Leilange, into an understanding of the wines of Elvio Cogno, and also into a deeper understanding of some of the nuances of Barolo through the MGAs and the differences in expression of this great grape, Nebbiolo. Uh, I hope to be back in Leilange before too long, and it would be a real pleasure to meet. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you very much and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you very much this, for this interview. Uh, you are very kind to, to get this opportunity to me. And uh, 
I'm sorry if my English is not so perfect to, to explain everything, but I, I try to the best as I am doing with the wine. No, your English is, has been perfect and you've been a, a great uh, ambassador of the area. So thank you very much and a presto. Grazie. Thank you so much. Ciao. Ciao, Mark. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Please remember to like, share and subscribe right here or wherever you get your pods. Likewise, you can visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Until next time, chin chin. I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.